the lore heads and welcome to the league exploring the league of legends lore from a to z my name is rebecca and i'm john my name is mark today we're talking about the star child soraka who was released february 21st 2009 mm-hmm. she's old and not just because she's from the beginning of time <sighs> yeah <laughs> Isn't it kind of nice to get back to like the very I, first honestly, sentence? Yeah. Is like since yeah, the yeah. eons or dawn of whatever. It's like oh yeah, yeah. immerse me in it. Right, <laughs> we're in the sky, baby. Let's go. <laughs> there are no rules here. <laughs> Actually, there seem like there are way more rules there. I know. Right? Sky sounds horrible. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go there. Fuck no. Yeah. Very rigid. Yeah, you must follow the stars. Except and you kind of the stars make sense. Right. Kind of not. Sometimes you can yeah. not follow the stars, whatever. That's it don't true. Matter. What's even the point of them? <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> anyway, in conclusion, Soraka, pointless. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode, We're folks. done. <laughs> I mean, she didn't help in the ruination. She doesn't help in the old lore. Turning murderers into werewolves. That ought to stop him. I know we already ripped that apart, but it's just still so fucking funny to me. Don't worry, we'll Maybe she thought it. it would work, and it just was a really bad play. It's just like, <laughs> I, did, I miscalculated. <laughs> that one's on me. She I'm going yeah. for a chihuahua, not a werewolf. That was, was going to say, bad. she didn't like read the stars properly. She saw a wolf and was like, oh, you must have to be a wolf, you know? Mm-hmm. It was a metaphor, Soraka. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, celestials don't get metaphors. <laughs> All right, what does she sound like? Um, I I really liked one of her Legends of Runeterra quotes. Oh, shit. Um, oh. Yeah, because let me listen to it. She goes, stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? She just That's says it. stars? Is she like is so she calling she, for him? She's dying. So she's like, stars. Oh. <laughs> She, she sounds awfully, I don't know, giddy while she's dying. Well, that's, that's me. I'm just so just happy. Oh, such okay. a, I'm coloring the. I'm sorry. I'm I'm tainting the <laughs> the impression. It's okay. I'm trying to remember some of her lines. You wrote down some, John, but I cannot it, it, for the life of me hear. Think like you're olding everyone. Oh yeah, you're right. Stars hear me. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you made me. You reminded me that I play Soraka. <laughs> <laughs> you played her last night. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. No, or did you? No, there was an enemy Soraka. That's, that's oh, what okay. it was. There was an enemy Soraka. Yeah, played against a Soraka. <clears throat> yes, that was a banana. <laughs> no one expects the banana. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I did look. I did listen to that quote specifically, but I figured you wanted to say that one. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, I know my man. You leave him the banana. banana. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leave him the banana. <laughs> I gotta give the people the banana, John. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on the right universe page, she has a bio and a short story, and that's all that's linked. I think yeah. that's all there is. I don't think they've missed anything, or there's there no is. hidden. Yeah. There is one apparently. Well, it's not. No, well, it's it's yeah. it's You're a Syndra the, story, but oh, okay, that's right. she does play a very pivotal part in it. Interesting. As, from my read on that, doesn't she just show up at the end though? Like she's not in it throughout the whole. I feel like thing, is that she, that's just Soraka. She thing, shows up right? at the end, but she shows up at the end in a flashback to 
before the story started. Oh, okay. That, that interaction's what kicked off the entire story. Oh. Okay. I really skimmed it, and I just read the very end part, and I assumed <laughs> that it concluded with that. I did not realize that was, like, mm. the whole framing for, like, what was going oh, on. No worries. Okay. I'll, I'll get into that story a bit, because I, I, okay. I actually enjoyed that one a lot. We won't be it getting to like it, it soon, be, but... Yeah. yeah. It looked like it would be real good, just from the the thing she does, the seer part that she does. I was like, ooh, that's a really cool ending. I can't wait to read the back half of, like, the rest of the story. <laughs> and see <laughs> what's all good about how this concludes so man cool. it kind of it really kind of fucks up the rest of the story i'll forget <laughs> don't fucking worry about it i'll forget <laughs> uh, i'm excited for Syndra. yeah yeah same I like. yeah so uh the bio, bio by the way by mm-hmm. michael yi chow okay this is honestly i think Maybe the least amount of notes I have for a bio or close to, except when I have no notes, obviously. But <laughs> Those don't count. <laughs> With the exception like of like the high <laughs> Yeah, It's like not a short bio, but man, it was easy to summarize because it was quite wordy for no reason at all. Um, at the first breath of creation. An age ago when time itself was young. <laughs> <laughs> I could do our normal joke here. I had to do one of our old ones. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there were a bunch of uh, like judgmental star people. They didn't like how things in Runeterra were going. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're all these celestial beings just like, oh, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't have done things uh, that way. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. I Back like... <laughs> in my day, <laughs> people listen to the stars. Back when time was young. <laughs> You're supposed to respect your elders. <laughs> Take your hat off indoors. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's specifically why Soraka came down. She saw them wearing their hats. Oh, God, they're wearing like, their hats. Oh, no, no one's wearing hats. Yeah. Elbows are on their table. This is preposterous. <laughs> uh, anyway, they thought humans were ignoring all their, like, star destiny maps or whatever. So Soraka went down to try to help him out. Apparently being in a human form burns her all the time, but she does it anyway. And this never comes up again. <laughs> it was super weird. Right? <laughs> I didn't really get why they put Aphelios like that whole thing was like devastating and made sense and it was really yeah. good. But and they Soraka, it more than once. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's in it, constant yeah. pain. The like, magic is like acid in her so veins. So much pain can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at first Soraka was trying to get people to follow their paths that the Celestials made, but eventually she noticed that they were creating their own patterns and that they were so cool and beautiful on their own or whatever. <laughs> So now she tries to guide people towards their potential rather than, you know, just shepherding them is the word that they used. <laughs> she lives in Targon now watching over some Vasayans there. And that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. I think those Vasayans, are those the uh, Legends of Runeterra Vasayans from the cinematic? They must be. They oh. must be. Because it's the only way. I was, I was trying to figure out who the fuck these those people were. And I was like, oh, yeah, it must be Vasayans. And it's really an excuse for them all to look like Soraka, right? Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) There was that, like, one LOR cinematic with, um, you know, that little flying, like a little flying peg, like a baby Pegasus. Those are called Stellacorns, in case you're curious. Oh, my fucking God. Shut up. That's something, like, a 10-year-old girl would name her unicorn doll. (laughs) Her name is Stella, and she's a unicorn. She's a Stellacorn. (laughs) We're just doing impressions of our daughter in the future. (laughs) You're but, dunking on her from the past. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Poppy, if you're listening to this in the future, I meant every fucking word. You gave him a hard time when he tried to put you to bed tonight. He's just salty. I came in and she immediately calmed down and went to sleep. Ooh. It was pretty hard. Yeah. Anywho. Um, yeah, I don't think of a science as being anywhere other than Ionia. So it's interesting that there's like 
Even though there's a lot like in Sharima too. That's true, and like Ishtal and stuff. I'm and an Piltover. idiot. I just I don't know why. Okay, you know what, John? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like Piltover feels like Piltover is a big trade hub. People go there's through. There's just all like time. a lot of people there. Like they're not from Piltover. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like. right. And Sharima feels close to Ionia. Targon's on like the other fucking. It's on the west coast, man. They, they, they did a curl these, these are those country. These are them L.A. Vestines. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's what hey, I want. Hey, bro, say. let's go. <laughs> Check out sweet ears. <laughs> right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't you have know? a. I don't have a ton of notes on the bio. Yeah. Um, I will say. One thing, so they said, uh, the guidance and fates that had been woven into the night sky often went unseen, or worse, they were misinterpreted <laughs> by their simple mortal minds. And like, yeah, no shit. Like, have you looked at fucking constellations? I It'll know, just be like what? a line, and they'll be like, no, that's a scorpion. Like, no, <laughs> fuck you. That's not a scorpion. Make your, make your signs in the sky more clear, and maybe the humans would, you know, actually listen to them. I would love it if it was just like letters. It was like fucking stop. Humans. Yeah. You know, something you missed from the bio is that it's even she's not like completely some say, but it's kinda close. It's like, oh, mm. there's rumors in the Froyard of this goat lady and then then Shereem or whatever. I thought that was funny. They're hitting all the high notes, right? Like she's not like you know, this is funny that they've got Notice- the first part of the creation. They got that, right? Noticeably missing from that list was Demacia, where I'm sure if she went, uh, she would have healed the she king himself be- and then been killed by the mage seeker. Say, she'd be <laughs> shot on sight. Are you kidding? Like, Wait, you're related to that lady. other purple skin? <laughs> <laughs> she's got a horn, though. I don't know. They and she can't wear hats. This We've already established she can't wear hats. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> it's rude. Madam, your, your, your bonnet is quite impressive. Come in. <laughs> Welcome to the great city of Demacia. You must be so happy to see me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's her other joke, right? Oh, what? She's a dick I'm not joke? happy to see you, but I am. That Yes, that's a horn on my, oh, on my, my head. Oh, my God. But, uh, I really didn't like the bio. I like the shirt story. But the bio, it's like you said, it's very wordy. It's like it's written in this really like kind of sweeping, detached sort of way, right? Which I when I when I start reading stuff like that, it's just like I start blanking out so fucking hard because it's like I know I don't know. It's like I, it just feels so like I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? It just feels yeah. so like a stereotypical kind of fantasy. Sort of yeah. like, oh, the great celestial weave has been you know shattered. But 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 it's like man, what the fuck ever. <laughs> Whatever. No, man. yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, things about like destiny and stuff not appealing to me whatsoever <laughs> in fantasy or anything. I find it so boring. Uh, so yeah, this I, I couldn't tell if it was just uh, boring or not my kind of thing. Mm. I don't know. I feel like um, I don't have any strong feelings against destiny, mm. and I wasn't super <laughs> enthused about okay. it. So. Uh, yeah, it's those ideas can work fine. It's just a matter of execution, and it's just because it's written in this this way that's so like I said, I think it's attached is is what for me it feels like. Where yeah, it's, it's like I'm being true. I'm reading some tome about the history of Soraka, which I guess maybe that's what it's supposed to be like with a bio. I don't know. Um, the other thing that also, frustrates me is like oh, go ahead. Go for it. 
You got another, fr- I had another frustration, so. Sure, well, we'll complain a little bit. I, it's like, okay, we've been doing this for a while, right? I still cannot tell you what the fuck a celestial actually is, or what the celestial realm is, or like what their <laughs> goals are, what they're doing when they're talking about this fates and the weave that and all this bullshit. Like, what is it? I can't, I can guess, I think, right? I think we have to wait suppose. till Zoe. <laughs> The the plans of the Celestials are not for our mortal minds, Mark. Can they be for my mind as a reader, though, right? (laughs) You could not comprehend the weave. (laughs) But so the the issue there is that then when Soraka gives up her Celestial ass, like the Celestial whatever, and becomes mortal, I don't know what that means, really, right? Like, in the old lore, I get it, because it's very explicit that, like, hey, she gave up her immortality. In the old, old lore, it's like she is literally going down rungs on the evolutionary ladder, right. which is a line they like. Um, oh, what? Okay. She kind of de-evolves a little bit. I don't know. That's why she got goat legs, I guess, is the answer. <laughs> um, but here, it's like, okay, yeah, I get that she's filled with pain or whatever, but then in the short story, it even seems like it's only when she's healing, which I think is just yeah. to explain her heal mechanic in-game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and I mean, even her coming down in the first place, too. So, I mean, it, they make it kind of clear that, you know, the Celestials kind of see what's going on down here, right? Like, they've got they've got the eye in the sky, if you will. Um, <laughs> and one of, the, one of the things they said after she, you know, gave up her Celestialness to come join is uh, she quickly learned the capacity for cruelty that the people of Runeterra possessed. And, like, that's definitely something you should have assessed before deciding to come down here. Because, yeah... They fucking suck down here. <laughs> Not everyone. I mean, she also found the beauty. I, I guess. But it does seem like when they're seeing like, oh, they're fucking up the, the, the fate we designed for them. It seems like that cruelty would be a really big factor in that, right? <laughs> they're fucking it up by stabbing everyone. Please stop. Get Sivir <laughs> out of there. We were so clear not to stab people unless you're Pantheon. <laughs> right. <laughs> then stabbing yeah. is recommended. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It was know. about what I expected, I guess. I suppo- From the yeah, little I knew yeah. of Soraka, I, I, I figured it was just this. <laughs> I yeah, I guess. I, I guess I just hoped. I don't know. Yeah, she's gotten a bunch of different like changes to her lore through the years, and I kind of figured on on iteration three, by round three, maybe we can get some stuff really nailed down. But no. <laughs> well, you know what they say: fourth nope. times the charm. Yes. So yeah, maybe. Hmm. Right, the short story. Sure, yeah. Um, it's called like halfway between the stars and they say Earth. I actually didn't write down. Yeah, oh, yeah halfway between oh. the stars and Earth. Earth. Are we on Earth in Runeterra? <laughs> mm, shame, shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> I guess halfway between the Wait, stars. Wait, is this and the Katia universe? Oh, no. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> that explains so much. Yeah. Um, so this is by Katie Caronis. Caronis. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Which that name popped up like just last episode. It was recently, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I liked and I, I liked like this I, one too. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say I, like I feel like we, we liked the last one. What was the last yeah. one? It's the Sono one, right? Oh, is it the action piece? Or Pro- the, probably uh, the the one uh, last show, I bet. Excuse me. One yeah, last, okay. One last performance. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so uh this is Soraka. She is she's so it's following Sor- an, an evening with Soraka. Essentially, she's on the, <laughs> the western, I think, side of like Mount Targon. Not at the peak, but like up on the the side of it. And uh, she's expecting a guest. It's a perfect night for tea, and she is <laughs> expecting a guest. And she's she's in her little her little hut, her yurt, 
and uh, she hears some commotion outside right on time and goes out and there is a, a young girl. Did they, they didn't give her a name, right? Just a young woman. They I were do not have name? a name written down if they did. I didn't write it down because I don't think they I ever kind of feel it. like they did though. I'll, I'll look it up while you continue and then I'll, I think, I'll chime back in. I think they don't. I think they only ever call her the girl. Yeah. Anyway. What's sad is that I read this like 35 minutes ago <laughs> and I couldn't <laughs> tell you. It's like you almost assume they're going to name them some fantasy name that's going to fall out of your head. But I think mm-hmm. it was a little smarter to have her not be named. It just feels more, I don't know, appropriate, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but she's being harried by some wolves. And uh, Soraka uses her cue to scare off the wolves, but does accidentally <laughs> hurt one and, oh. and heals it, right? Uh, heals it. And that's where we see that when she heals, it's, that's, it seems like they kind of refined the idea of like that persistent pain a little more where it's like when she's using her healing magic it is what hurts her not she's yeah. not in like constant all the time pain which makes, which more, makes sense. more sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and she's the the wolves kind of run off and the girl's there and at first the girl's like kind of like still holding her spear up and then she kind of realizes that like oh she, her she's frostbitten up to about her elbows and her hands are literally frozen to the spear and she just like can't she can't let it go uh and, and they start talking and and uh soraka is sort of healing this girl and she's learning that the girl was a member of the Rekor, um, and she's not a warrior. Everyone else in her family, especially their mother, are really fam- famed warriors, and the girl, um, I, know, I guess she just feels like she's not doesn't belong, right? And so she's trying to ascend the peak to like prove that I'm going to come back as a fucking cool-ass warrior, and I'll show them. I'll show them all. Uh, the is like, helmet. <laughs> Soraka's like, look, you got to want it, and you don't want it. So <laughs> if you go up there, you're going to fucking die because you're not going to make it. Uh, and she also kind of, you know, kind of talks a little bit about Leona and Diana. And it's, it's kind of as an, an, as an example of, like, here are people who did really commit to it, heart, mind, and soul. Uh, you're not it, just so you know. <laughs> you're not um, it, kid. You don't yeah. got the spark. You're, you're, you're missing the moxie. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if that was her fucking voice, frankly. Oh, uh, dude. She's, like, she's what's-his-face from uh, from Rocky. whatever the fuck his name is um but she heals a girl and she's kind of trying she's trying to kind of guide her like hey don't you don't have to do this you can do other things you don't have to be a warrior and the girl's sort of like well okay but what where do i go and stark is like don't worry we'll talk about it but first come in and have some tea it's perfect night for tea and that's where the story ends and i kind of thought that it was going to go on for like double its length but instead it just (laughs) ends (laughs) Uh, but that's really it yeah yeah. So can I can I throw out there that Ooh. Soraka is G- is Jesus? <laughs> I'll just say <laughs> she came down from the the heavenly realm, right? Took on a, a a a vessel of flesh and blood to help and save the the wayward mortals, and she's in the carpentry. So that's there true. You go. <laughs> although, but she doesn't shepherd anymore. Although it's not her strongest, it's not her strongest. Which suit. I mean, could be the same because I mean, it was Jesus's dad. Jesus really. might have sucked as a carpenter. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. If he was any good, <laughs> I'm, I'm just—that's my. And, that's my and he goes through constant suffering. So. That's what, I, and yeah, that's the clincher, right? A lot of, lot of suffering and pain. So, that's, and there was that's that time that they crucified Soraka. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a weird scene, that. right? Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> came out of nowhere. <laughs> it seemed, it seemed like taste, a weird but. tonal shift. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I like this one a lot more. I like Soraka. Soraka has a lot more of a... Per- she has a personality here. It's kind of fun to see her. She's in her little hut, and she's looking at all of her little knickknacks and kind of 
just seems to like appreciate like oh that stone dog is from like time eons past like bef- when Sharima was still an empire or maybe before then and you know this is something from Vandal City and she just seems to kind of like her little home and and she's just you know getting ready for this person to come and and um I don't know I I, I it it all worked a lot more for me than like the bio it's way more personal yeah yeah like if this wasn't in a super snowy area totally my vibe for what I want to do when I'm oh see the fact Soraka's that it's age. in a snowy area that's my vibe for what am I want to so we're just gonna separate as older people I guess yeah when when we get we'll have like our, a what is it several thousand years old like she is then oh we'll... mm-hmm. I was thinking like 60s oh <laughs> it's retirement age, John. I was thinking like 30s. That's that's cool. That's cool. That's fine. I'm just saying, we're gonna retire. I'm not going to some tropical. Place. I'm not retiring in Florida. That's I'm all. Not I'm retiring in Florida. Okay, good. Uh, so there was oh, when she was going through all her knickknacks and things like that. She uh, one of them was uh, said, "An oldest of all, surely older than anything mortal, was a stone dog from the old days of Nashrame. She owed that city another visit." She hadn't been back in centuries, and she had a fondness for its people, which is a little awkward, because I don't think you're going to find it. Yeah. Do you think she knows? Which one's Nash you, you would think that as a seer, she should, right? Yeah. The seer thing is weird, I'll say, because she doesn't, like, oh, no, I'm DCing. Oh, you I know. I was going to say, I, I got, like, very quiet. <laughs> so quiet. It was really oh, weird. Worry. I'll be back in a second. Okay. I'm sure they're talking too. Oh, he can't hear us. Oh, we can hear him. No. <laughs> Funny. And he's frozen. This is great content right here. <laughs> it is good content, Mark. Don't fucking good say that. Good content. I know it is good content. We're creating the good content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. By responding to him when he can't hear us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm back. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Can you <laughs> we hear could us hear now? you that whole time, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we could hear you. <laughs> You just couldn't hear us. <laughs> so we were just replying to you. <laughs> Beautiful. Excellent. Now we don't need to cut anything out. Anyway, I Lovely. forget uh, what Nashrame was. Was that... That's Shrima, I assume. Which city was that? I don't remember. I want, I want to say it was like a it was like a big market city that was in the north. It may have... I mean, I think it's it's a question of like... I mean, every but city... You said it's not there anymore, up. John? I think it got blowed up. It got blowed up? Do you, do you mean in like the you don't mean in the bloodlines do you no God, no, so no, many shereman no. cities have been destroyed i don't remember which one it was <laughs> that's, that's during the, the first exploding of shereman <laughs> <laughs> i think it still exists i think um it could very easily be pretty fucked up in general though um yeah. it's because well. i know there's a rune tarot card that's like last one to nashrame is a rotten egg or something like that so i think it's still it's a very long title for a card <laughs> yeah no it's like a quote sorry that's like a vo line um <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun that's a fun card though um it is probably fucked up and in ruins though um wait nashrame I'm, I'm trying to remember now was nashrame the place with the that headless statue what was that? Yeah, what's your oh. no. in that big story where Kaisa and Talia were going there? All right, hold on. We're going to look up Nashrame. No, Nashrame is not the it's city. It's a coastal that... city. Oh, that's the one that has the festival where the people roll. Roll. Oh, Ramis. they're the Ramus people. Sharina oh. geography with the lore heads, right? Okay, uh. so I lied. It's still there. Okay, thank goodness. And okay. they are wonderful people. Soraka's yeah. right. Go yeah. back, Soraka. Those year old buds. Well, they're dead, but... You know, but, it's you been a hundred new buds. years or so. Sure. Yeah, new buds. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like this idea for Soraka more that she just kind of is hanging out at a place where she knows someone's going to wander around and need help. And then she just helps this like individual person like find a new job. Like that's. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute. She's got like, what color is your parachute book or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) She's got that thing with like. I don't know oh, where we God. call <laughs> Pick a color. R E D. Okay. Demacia. Demacia. D E. Or she just plays mash with them. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's school schoolyard Soraka. Lulu plays mash with Soraka in the Star Guardian thing later. You know what? I need a um, like a. a whatever the school skin line is. I forget what that was called now. Oh, yeah, Academy. Academy. Mm. Academy Soraka, and that's it. She's just, just trying to tell everyone's fortunes. <laughs> that would be pretty good. I would like them to lean good. into the fortune teller stuff more. Because it's weird yeah. in, like... I don't know. Maybe it works. I don't know. In, like, the Ruination novel, and I guess in that other story, that she sometimes just seems to be hanging out somewhere as a spooky seer just to give someone a vague, cryptic, sort of, like, there are two paths in front of you type thing. Well, um, that's a little more annoying, but yeah. Like here, she's at least kind of like genial, and she invites, she gives them tea, like yeah. this girl tea and shit. Mm-hmm. But when she's just hanging she, out, she, in the- <laughs> I feel like the ruination version of Soraka, she would have been like, "You have two ways you can go: one upon the wolves, and the other upon a snowy stone road that that will lead to." Well, I don't know. She saw what happened when she talked like that to Callista. She's like, wait, she was not getting anything I was putting down. (laughs) Maybe I should be more clear. (laughs) Hey, if you go up there, you're going to (laughs) die. We cool? (laughs) She would not have said that. (laughs) Like, Ruination Soraka would not have told her that she was going to (laughs) die. Yeah. (laughs) You will find a faith that behests you. I don't know what behest means. That just came out of my mind. <laughs> but it's something olden people said. That's something she yeah. would have said. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the problem is? I'm not drinking wine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I've God. lost my smarts. <laughs> the Gatorade's not doing it. <laughs> right. But it's what... Yeah, well, never mind. But it's what, it's, plant- crave, <laughs> no. it's what plants crave. It's what plants crave. Yes. <sighs> uh... There was one section here, right when she was healing that wolf, where it said, uh, but the magic burned as it left her. She closed her eyes and lof- lost herself in the pain for a moment. John. Soraka, you little freak. Ew. <laughs> no, I think you're just thinking of that Black Mirror episode. She was just like. <laughs> Ew. Uh, don't show them all your oaf. <laughs> I want to see your vinegar strokes, man. Come on. <laughs> I've been hurt that so long. Wow, that one really got you. Holy that. shit. That's because you took me back to like 2006 for a second. <laughs> this is the last time I heard anyone say the word vinegar strokes. <laughs> shit. Oh, God. That's pretty funny. Anyway. <laughs> We talked about that short story, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Fun. We liked it. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> time at this. What do you think about the idea, bit. real quick? Oh, what do you think about the idea that if, like, for people, they have to want to be healed for her magic to work? She oh, I gotta that. say, as someone who plays Soraka, that feels right because people are running <laughs> right away from me all the fucking time. <laughs> um, I kind of like that. It makes her a little less. Um, busted i feel like in the world of runeterra <laughs> the mm. idea that you could just heal anybody seems you know a little overpowered 
Yeah, because yeah. you know some people just don't want to. Some people don't want to be healed because like. What's what's broken cannot always be put back John. together. <laughs> and, sh- and probably shouldn't be, unless yeah. it should. <laughs> Which it may should maybe, perhaps. But no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I'll 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 take us a little bit through the dreaming pool, which, as we mentioned, is mostly a Sindra story. But this is by Anthony Reynolds Lene. Um, it's very long, but Soraka's Soraka it's has Anthony a yes, it's fair. Uh, Soraka has a short but very important part. Um, so the whole time we're kind of following this uh, feline Vestayan named Kalan, who is uh, an Ionian who is currently fighting for Noxus, and he's currently in charge of Phalor, which is an Ionian fortress under the control of Noxus, where Syndra was imprisoned and cursed to relive the same memory over and over again in kind of an endless sleep. Uh, so he he lives a pretty miserable life. Uh, Ionia has branded him a traitor, obviously, uh, but also the Noxians hate him too because he's Ionian. So he's just kind of no one no one's happy with this dude. Um, and then the other people the story follows are a group of Ionians who are trying to kill Syndra before Noxus accidentally or intentionally wakes her up. So they were all kind of set as guards for Phalor, um, with the express like, do not ever let her wake up. If she ever wakes up, we're all fucked. Um, so when Noxus took over Phalor, they're like, we gotta sneak in and kill her, because Noxus is for sure gonna free her. So that's what they're trying to do. Um, unfortunately, uh, not all of them uh, actually have that plan. When they When they finally make it to her, three of them are like, but maybe we wake her up and use her against Noxus. And the one is like, no, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. And then uh, Kalan, who is kind of her jailer now, jumps out and attacks them. And there's a big fight. Um, and the one who does want to kill her is like, all right, I'm going to do this, jumps in and is about to stab her. And that kind of like wakes her. All the commotion ends up waking her up. And uh, all it took was like some bumps in the night. She's yeah, a white didn't, noise machine. I know they didn't put a white noise she's machine just a in there. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and uh, yeah, she wakes up mad. So uh, the the one who wants to kill him's name is Siric, and her brother Oaken tries to reason with Syndra, saying like, "Hey, we're all Ionians here. You should you should help us as Ionians fight back Noxus." And Syndra's like. I mean, Ionians are the ones who put me here, so... Boof! And then just fucking eviscerates <laughs> Um Which was awesome. Uh, and then she recognizes the uh, Kalan as the guy who's been kind of keeping watch of her. Um, and so she, like, you know, levitates and then picks him up and throws him in her prison and forces him to relive the same memory over and over again. Mm-hmm. And we get to see that memory mm. on the very last page, which is uh, a conversation that he was having with Soraka. And Soraka was essentially telling him, your life is going to go one of two ways. You'll fight with Ionia at the Battle of the Placidium, and you'll win. You'll be a hero. People will love you. You'll live with your, uh, what do they call it? The, you'll heart live light. with your heart light and your children, and you'll be happy. But your kids are going to die before you. Or you can fight for Noxus. Noxus will win that fight. Or, like, you'll fight for Noxus. Um, they'll lose. Um, but 
uh, you know, you'll get stationed in charge of the uh, the tower, you know, Faelor, and people will hate you. Everyone will hate you. Your kids will hate you. Your country will hate you. Your Heartlight will hate you. Noxie, Noxian will hate you, or Noxus will hate you. Um, but your kids will live a long, happy life. And that's like, that's what we're left with, the memory that he has to relive over and over again that got him to where he is today. <laughs> yeah, I think Soraka's got like the very last lines. She's like, so you see you have a very you know hard choice in front of you. And he's like, it's not a hard choice at all. Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it had, had very Firefly vibes there. Sure. Of course it yeah. did. <laughs> uh, when Malcolm gets captured, Malcolm and Wash get captured, and he's like, "Ah, but which one?" And she's like, "Him, my husband." I'm like, "Oh, sorry. Did you want to finish your little your little speech?" Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were talking about the other one, the the train job, where it's like, "Oh, you know, it seems like a man's got a choice." It's like, "Well, I don't think oh, he yeah, does." Yeah, that one too. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But yeah, that's that story. Again, very clear directives. She was. Yeah. She was real, real clear about what was going to happen in both cases. She really learned She's getting better. She's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. She's learning. <laughs> <laughs> Prop Soraka, you're growing as a goat lady, whatever you are. <laughs> uh, it was a good story, though. I liked it. Um, and she's mentioned in a few as well. She's mentioned in the Spear of Targon, which is another Anthony Reynolds Lene one, which is the Pantheon action piece, where a bunch of raiders are on their way to a temple to get the blood of Soraka. And uh, Pantheon just fucking wrecks them. Although, like, from from Soraka's little action piece, it kind of seems like Pantheon didn't need to do that because I feel like Soraka would have been fine. She just she just summons comets. <laughs> yeah, but then she feels. I don't real know. In game, it does like it. it does like ten That's damage. True. She would like heal. Them. <laughs> yeah, right. Those Merc wolves fuck you up as Soraka. You're sitting there trying to trying to use your Q <laughs> yeah, on the, the wolf camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she was in The Blade Dancer, which is not technically canon anymore, probably. Um, <laughs> but that's the one where Karma was talking to Aurelia and tells her, I know of a sacred being who sacrificed even her immortality to save her people. She once treaded the heavens alongside the stars, but now she walks among the mortals. She protects as their equals, joining their struggles against death and suffering. She said to me, though starlight is eternal, it lies so far away. A small torch offers warmth to those around it, as fragile as it may be. And she found beauty in that. I think yeah. she's still immortal, though, now. She really didn't give up any of that. <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, I guess. I don't know no. if she is immortal, if she's just really old. She's damn close. Maybe lyric. she's like the, the Runeterran. Just a regular Runeterran age, Runeterran you know. Age. Yeah. Average know. age in Runeterra. <laughs> 500 and something, sure. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then obviously she also shows up in the ruination mm. uh, where she tries to talk Callista out of going to the Blessed Isles, but because she's cryptic and vague and no one listens to Soraka anyway, uh, it doesn't work. That's why she like had this moment. She's like, nobody's listening to me anyway. I'm just going to give them weird fucking messages. Screw it. <laughs> right. She got really Test angry for out. a good century or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's especially weird too, because if I'm remembering correctly, like wasn't like Callista didn't just stumble on her like they specifically went there looking for yeah. like we, we need you know who we need yeah you're right need to talk Aww. to soraka Chalk was like don't do this like fuck you soraka yeah, you to- <laughs> I, it's like when your friend goes through relationship advice and you tell them and they don't fucking listen to you anyway yeah you know people, people am i right well, yeah. it sucks to be soraka just like poor soraka <sighs> i wouldn't choose i it. could tell you but 
You're not going to like it. No one's going to listen to me. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's canon, Soraka. Yeah. Yeah. We got some old Soraka here. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, so, there's... All right, I have two versions here. Okay. I have the original, original version, where she used to just be a regular old Ionian. She was a high priestess. She was a protector of the spirits, and she vowed to only use magic defensively. But then the Altrians, who, as remember what? from the other episode, are the old the name of the Noxians. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Altrians. Oh, my God. Uh, they attacked, and lots of people died. Um, so now she wants to join the League and is going to use offensive magic. <gasps> oh, she has, like, one ability. <laughs> <laughs> Just dip your toe a little. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, do too yeah, much damage. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt him too bad. They give they give people mana because that's what Sorak yeah, used right? to. Yeah, oh, right. God, so good. Oh my god. Uh, but the next version, which is better, uh, so it said, uh, reaching beyond the terrestrial firmament, Soraka was capable of invoking the power of the stars, evolving beyond her kin. That is until she let her most primal of emotions rule her. Warwick, a mercenary chemist in the service of Noxus, had caused untold suffering and death among Soraka's people unstoppable anger and hatred welled within her and she cursed the man to become a beast. Soraka lost much of her power for this misstep, sliding several steps down the evolutionary ladder in an instant. Though she's still a champion of the Ionian people, Soraka has joined the League of Legends in hopes of reversing her curse and redeeming herself in the eyes of the stars. Fun stuff. So there is another bio that is not either of those two fucking things but it's also not this right um so what it is is that i own okay soraka is essentially kind of like lilia she's in an ancient sacred grove it's all enchanted and shit and she heals people and one day a man named warwick comes by with his dead wife and he wants soraka to res his dead wife she doesn't have that ability but she can like heal his emotional suffering but he doesn't want that but he does start coming back he starts they they kind of start forming an attachment uh, and then Warwick one day is like, hey, I found the men who killed my wife. I'm going to go kill them because that will ease my pain. And if I die, so be it. It's worth it. Uh, and Warwick goes off and she goes after, even though the stars are like, Soraka, don't go. She gets there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the stars sound like. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> she canon. gets there. She sees Warwick fighting these dudes and she's trying to heal him, but they're they're doing too much damage, right? She heals him and they hurt him more. So, you know, that's when she kind of you know, break does the the bad shit and calls down the, the the stars to hurt them and scare them off like the wolves, um, and that's what kind of severs her link with the stars, right? She like she doesn't de evolve like the old bio, but she does like she's kind of like karma. She's lost the, the the connection, and then she's sitting there healing Warwick, and she's like, well, at least Warwick's being healed, and then he fucking stabs her <laughs> in the ribs because apparently this whole shebang, this whole thing from day one was Warwick pulling some sort of scheme to try and get her heart because I think that would, would re- revive his wife and then she turns him into a werewolf as like a fuck you because he just stabbed her <laughs> you know what you know what would make gone to the shadow aisle. you know what would make getting your heart easier Soraka making him a fucking wolf <laughs> <laughs> he'll never stab me again you can't you can't hold a blade with those clawed fingers <laughs> I'm safe now. <laughs> That's the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> That's so mean. I'm sorry. It's not good, though. Um, I mean, he probably had so many chances to stab her in the heart. Right. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know what his plans were. It was it was just very funny to me that they for like yeah, a, he's like a, chemist, a year, not a not a general. <laughs> he was just a guy in this though. He wasn't even he's a chemist. A dude. He's just a dude. So I think it was like they eventually like okay now we're we're gonna put him in song and then they're like well we gotta do something with Soraka because she's got a whole like thing going on with Warwick and so now she's here. But I loved that. I loved how much she changed in that little. That li- it must have been like That's a year. Wild, I would bet right? two years, maybe. Small span she was like that. Yeah. They really liked the idea of Soraka turning this man into a wolf. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's one of those things where like it's just baggage, right? The reason they even did that probably is because like, well, everyone knows that Soraka and Warwick have this big rivalry, and you can't drop the Soraka Warwick rivalry, everyone. <laughs> And eventually they're like, yeah, I think we can. Because it doesn't no make a cares. lot of sense. And no one right. cares. Everybody's very into our lore. We cannot drop them. <laughs> Man, I'd love for them to have like an interaction now. Just as like a little nod to that one. He's yeah, already right. a wolf, so it can't be that. But <laughs> Sure. Yeah, some sort of like little. Well, you know, she needs a VO update anyway. She has very few mm-hmm. lines at this point. Yeah. That's true. I mean, maybe one of the wolves on Targon was Warwick. We don't know. Ooh. Is that the nod? Is that supposed to be the nod? Is her fucking those wolves up? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I think of that. Oh, man. All right. God, this is a lot of J.O.J. She's stuff, in a lot of J.O.J. John. And it was much easier to find than Sona's, thank God. Yeah, right. Uh, so she shows up pretty early in issue seven which is where Lee Sin has set himself on fire to protest the war. Of course. So in response to this, she said, uh, it is a sad day when the peaceful monks of the Shojin Monastery must resort to such extreme measures. Ioni is a land of enlightenment. When the only way to find help for one's cause is so horrible, the situation is more than grim. Hopefully the rest of Terror will finally take notice of the cruelty inflicted upon my people by the Noxian government. I'm surprised they didn't have her, like sitting there continuously healing him like that seems like something they would have done soraka has been lending you know medical aid to the the monk to mm. to help ease not making him feel not making him feel better just like no, healing just... him so he gets to keep burning for <laughs> right <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what's happening with brand right now <laughs> <laughs> oh and then uh, issue 10, Soraka agrees to fight for Ionia in the match against Noxus for the freedom of Ionia because she was part of the first match and apparently she sucked real bad. <laughs> I loved that line. I loved it. Like, it really reinforced that they actually me. said that? Oh, yeah. Apparently she got, like, she got giga camped by Warwick and Singed because they fucking hate her. So she got, like, just completely targeted in the last match. And she wants to make up for feeding so fucking hard. But I was thinking about it. I was like, imagine you're just some guy in Runeterra. Whether or not, like... You're in, in an occupied territory. Is what it depends on if like XXX Sephiroth sixty nine XX like feeds super hard <laughs> in a game of league. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, Imagine your future is tied to the average league solo cure right <laughs> now. I hope there's someone listening to this and there's someone named Sephiroth sixty nine, and they're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" <laughs> That's My right. I'm calling you me. out. <laughs> your fault you fucking fed <laughs> fucking fed man <laughs> oh shit now uh in issue 11 in response to the stellar job that singed did at killing all the rodents in ionia uh, soraka said 
Noxus invades my beloved island, introduces unnatural pests, and then expects to solve this crisis with corrosive chemicals and destruction? We will not stand for this assault on our fragile land. The League of Legends must recognize this occupation for what it is, a clear disregard for life and beauty in the name of profit. This is accent you've given Sirak. <laughs> Um, that's what she's she sounds like. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's old Soraka VO. Yeah, I did new Soraka. That's old Soraka VO. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, you know, them them exterminating using dangerous chemicals um, does get it the attention it needs. So uh, now we can save Ionia through another through another fight. Fuck cool. you, Lee Sin. <laughs> 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 nah, just kidding. It was Lee Sin. Uh, so, issue 12, Ionia wins against Noxus. Specifically, she has a little hero moment here. It said the Noxian defense was ultimately overwhelmed by the zealous Ionians when Soraka led the final push to destroy the Nexus in the Noxian base. It was a bittersweet end to the match, with Soraka avenging her poor performance during the original match of Ionia in the Trial of the Isle seven years ago. I'd like to go watch that show match at some point. I just want to right. go back and watch that old shit. See the craziness that was that old League of Legends lore match. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's got to be. It's got to still be around, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> this was God. Do you remember? This must have been back when old spectate mode was in. Yeah, where there's like just a sixth person. There's like a just sixth a person. sixth person on each team that just stays in the base. Oh my god. And when uh, they yeah. first they just did like don't level up or anything. When they first implemented it too, you could like camp them with globals and then Riot was like, Oh, we shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> Let's just make them invulnerable in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I, so I I definitely found the match. It is up. It's on the LOL Esports channel. January but, of 2013, yeah. and I'm Ooh. looking in the custom game lobby, and I see a little sixth person down there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good so shit. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh. my God. Uh, now, next up is issue 16 with a mailbag of justice. Woo. So, since the victory in Ionia over Noxus, uh, I started to seek information about Master Leto's son, Zelos. Zelos has left Demacia long ago to seek assistance, um, and as an Ionian summoner and former soldier, I cannot help but wonder about him. What is his mission status? And can Aurelia herself comment on the last contact she's had with her brother? Uh, Aurelia has a brother? Yeah. Zelos. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard a word from my brother, nor any news or rumor of him since the day he left for Demacia. Soraka once told me that if I reach with my heart to the stars every night, he'll know I'm here and perhaps find a way home. I haven't missed a night. She that really was, was. That was back when she was giving shitty advice. <laughs> <laughs> right. She really was like Lilia at, in, in various ways. Like, oh, if right? you dream of, of him, his, your dream will find his dream and, and the, your heart and my heart and kingdom hearts. <laughs> Yeah, I love it when the summoners, uh, the summoners, the, the players role play in the Journal of Justice, like mailbag it. stuff. It's great. Um, and then the next one is another mailbag of justice with another fun role player. Ooh. Trundle, since your entry into the league, 
You've borne the curse of the Rugosk tribe alone, seeking a means of dispelling it entirely, which, you know, we'll get into with the old Trundle shit for sure later. Mm-hmm. Uh, within the League, there seems to be many champions capable of fairly potent healing magic. Soraka, for instance, have you spoken with her or with any champions versed in curative magic about the burden you bear? Um, <laughs> and the way that Trundle's text is written here just really makes him sound like a fucking New Yorker. Yes! This, I was going to ask you to do it with a New York accent. I oh my you God. gotta understand something, Summoners. And let me just clarify. I'm not... It was not written you gotta or, or you've got to or anything like that. This is why apostrophe gotta. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta understand something, Summoners. It's a curse, not a wound. Yeah, it looks bad, and you'd think you could just slap a healing spell on it and it'd clear right up. But it's not so simple, believe me. Good thing is, healing spells help me out, ease the pain a little. And Soraka, I'd never go asking for a handout. But Soraka's almost too generous. Good healing magic's like a good massage, I'm telling you. And nobody's gonna give me a massage these days. <laughs> I'm trundling <What>? here. <laughs> Damn, old Trundle was hella fucking cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> Good shit. Uh, and now Judgment, she's a little too old for her own Judgment. But as we talked about, she does show up in Karma's Judgment. Where oh, yeah. uh, Karma, Soraka's actually kind of the one entering Karma's mind. That's where we relive that horrific sight of all of Karma's people just being fucking melted and shit and Soraka being there and uh, watching at, them yeah. and not doing anything to help. <laughs> uh, then at the end, Soraka was like, how does it feel exposing your mind? And Karma's like, how does it feel watching all those people die and not doing anything? <laughs> Was it actually Soraka, or was it a summoner? Just I think it's just yeah. I think I think they're all fakies, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't think they always. ever really show up except for the one Swain one where he just randomly yeah, oh it's the... shit it's actually Swain yeah <laughs> oh fuck oh no <laughs> now now get back to your corners of the room, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right, you gotta separate you two. <laughs> uh, now she's in a few cinematics. Uh, she's in Clash of Fates, you know. She's she's up on that, up on that cliff top <laughs> with with the rest of them. Up on the cliff top. Uh, she's in Monuments of Power, which is a cinematic for the Legends of Runeterra expansion for Shivana Soraka and Tom Kench, which is actually pretty cool. I missed it for the Shivana episode, but it's mm. it's pretty neat. It's pretty cool, yeah. For being like less than a minute, right? It's yeah, exceptionally it's like very short. quick. Yeah. They, but each of the people get, you know, some pretty cool shit. Tom Kench just fucking tidal waves over Bilgewater. Shibana, yeah. Big flamey dragon. And I, I do forget what Sorok is. <laughs> she's, the thing is, I can only think about what the actual card is. She's just up on Targa, but I don't remember what she looks like. I bet you she's made of stars or some shit, is what I would imagine. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Fucking yeah. Sorok. <laughs> uh, and she's also in the Mac client available. Now, is, is she? Um, so maybe not her, okay. specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Just a banana, like a bunch of bananas. <laughs> so I, I had I had missed this, I think, mm. watching it before, but there's one point where Mundo kind of unveils an entire cabinet of weapons. And right on the very end, there is just a single banana resting. Really? <laughs> I was joking. It's just a single banana. Shut the fuck up. There's Sorakas in this, and it's a fucking banana. I mean, I got a few Sorakas in my kitchen Sorakas right now. We're ever gonna get. Right. I've got four Sorakas upstairs. <laughs> My baby we was had eating a bunch Soraka. of Sorakas before Mark joined. Oh, wow. Great out, dude. You know what? I fucking hate Soraka, okay? And I just saw, the, I saw it, and I just I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I keep bananas on, like, a little hook, and I had a whole bunch of them. Mark was over for D&D. I was like, Mark, can you get me a banana? He got me a banana, and then I look over three minutes later, and all of the bananas had peeled off and had fallen, still hanging onto it, but they'd all been unpeeled, and I don't know how the fuck he did that. I still can't. <laughs> It's like an evil uh, withering anyway, we touch. all had to eat bananas. We we had to, yeah. we had to eat a lot of bananas that day. <laughs> oh no! You get, everyone got potassium. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep y'all from cramping. That was. Huge. I had already been potassed. <laughs> anyway, oh skins. God, she has a lot of skins. She has a lot I'm of. So skin. sorry, I was I was surprised, honestly. And she's part of uh, a couple lengthy ones. So we'll we'll start at the top. Uh, ages of Runeterra, other roads. A feather knight flaps its wings, and halfway across Runeterra, an ocean drake surfaces. Our lives play out, fickle as words on parchment, the paths before us unknown and exciting. What if the road taken instead was the one less traveled? Oh my god. This one is Divine Soraka, which obviously is if she didn't give up her immortality, but there's no lore for it. <laughs> okay. Is this okay. the only one? Uh, no, I think I, that's the skins dryad. Are not loading for me. Although, wait, no, no, no. This one, this one, I think this one is the blue one. Dryad's it's, the green one. Okay, yes, yeah. Human Soraka, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we got, uh, we got Rift Quest. Danger lurks in the land of Runeterra. Powerful monsters, dastardly sorcerers, and mythical creatures roam unchecked. Gather your friends and create your own adventure for three to five players, vanquishing evil with each roll of the die. Do you have what it takes to save the world and become a legend of Rift Quest? And this one is uh, Celestine Soraka, who's playing a battle priestess. And there is also no lore in this one because it was obvious she was just shoved in there after the fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to remember, um, figure out which one this was. Although her her role in this as battle priestess is a nod to the fact that this skin was I I'm pretty sure originally supposed to be battle priestess um, Soraka, uh, but it got like leaked early and people weren't super happy with it and they were like oh, we're working on it it'll be it'll be cool when it comes out guys and they kind of revamped it. Interesting. That sounds really that sounds familiar. Um, I mean, it's a long time ago, so I'm I'm curious now. I wanna know what it looked like beforehand. Pretty cool, but not cool enough. <laughs> uh, and then she's in Eclipse slash Elderwood. In the beginning, the old gods reigned. So great was humankind's love for them that one dared to make them a part of her flesh forever. 
She devoured the sun itself, and ascending from that empty heaven, inspired her knights to decimate all those that remained. Centuries later, they stand, the only hope against the rising coven's darkness. This one is Dryad Soraka. Um, another one clearly thrown in after the fact, but this one does have lore. Too many forget that the heart of the Elderwood was once gentle and kind. Within its confines rested fay, sylvans, and dryads. Creatures from another age who looked upon humanity with curious eyes. Now only a scattered few remain, and fewer still, like Soraka, who regard humans fondly. Very good. Now we got the grind, which is what high society is a part of now. The only thing more impressive than their wealth is their tax avoidance skills. (laughs) (laughs) This is... The laugh is in there, too. It's (laughs) it's implied. (laughs) This is Order of the Banana Soraka. Origins of the Order of the Banana date back nearly a year when the idea of throwing a (laughs) banana as a weapon first occurred to Soraka. Her and her fellow Bananaites swore an oath to uphold the Order of the Banana, promising to fling the yellow produce at anyone who decided to worship a different fruit, especially pomegranates. So... Why why is this high society? What the fuck is going on? Uh, I think just because it got released the same time as, like, Archduke Nassus and... He's in the splash room. Yeah, it was like a whole, uh... A whole April Foils. 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 Foils again. <laughs> a whole April Fools thing. I guess I just assume like April Fools would like it would have its own like April Fools AU or something. Not get lumped into the so. ground, but yeah. But no. Okay. Most April Fool shit ends up somewhere else. <laughs> uh we've got Project Program. An advanced security algorithm created by the Project Corporation. The program quietly evolved sentience before altering its original directive. Infecting machines across the city, it has determined that the ultimate threat to humanity's safety is humanity itself. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's very, very Ultron. <laughs> uh, and this one's Program Soraka. Program Soraka was created as a support bot to protect humanity's fragile nature, offering technological salvation at the hands of a mechanical angel. Infiltrated by corrupt code, it is unclear if this mission of mercy remains her prime directive. Mm, Who knows? Uh, And then we've got Versus, where she has two skins. Oh, yeah. Uh, All things are born from conflict. None can escape it. Harmony is an illusion, and only those who embrace that illusion will reap life's greatest rewards. And uh, this is split into Dawnbringer and Nightbringer. So, for Dawnbringer, order and light reign through deities of dawn, bringing structure to nascent worlds locked in conflict with the forces of light. Dawnbringer Soraka. A child of the gods, born when chaos slew order, Soraka contains within her the powers of both Riven and Yasuo. To end the conflict of the gods, she has embraced the light to pierce the darkness, drawing on the powers of dawn to bring order to the chaotic world. And now imagine that, but reversed for Nightbringer. <laughs> really? Is it really like, like a one child to one? of the gods born when chaos slew? 
To end the conflict of the god, she has embraced the darkness to soothe the blinding light, drawing on the powers of night to create chaos and change in a two-static world. That's great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's like a finder place. Right. <laughs> order, we've got chaos. <laughs> Instead of light, we have dark. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we got a... <laughs> Let's move to a light one, you know? Mm. Have a little fun. We got Cafe Cuties. I love these. Good food is magic. Literally. In a world of elegant tea times and enchanted pastries, mages make magical macarons. Magical macarons. Craft-charmed croissants. And serve up sorcerous scones to scores of customers eager to get a taste. This is Cafe Cutie Soraka. Good food can be healing. And Soraka works hard to imbue every single pastry she makes with delicious magic that leaves her customers feeling more sprightly than when they first walked in. Though her origins are mysterious, the whole cafe agrees Soraka's work is out of this world. Good one, guys. <laughs> uh, fun fact about this one. All the champions in this AU have like a little butler who's just like a cute little thing. Um, and Soraka's butler name in this AU is... Moissant. It's a little cat that's also a croissant. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Rebecca's like ashamed. <laughs> like disappointed. I don't know. There's something happening over there. <laughs> Why would you be ashamed and or disappointed? <laughs> Next up we got Spirit Blossom. The Spirit Blossom Festival is an ancient and celebrated time in Ionia. When the door to the spirit world is opened, the dead return to their loved ones, and spirits of all manner turn their eyes towards the living. From the benevolent Kanmai to the obsessive Akana, their stories play out again and again, like shadows on a paper lantern. And this is Spirit Blossom Soraka. In a secluded corner of the Akana forest, Soraka weeps for those she's lost. Each life cut short she longed to save but for as many that welcome her as a savior, there are others who see her powers as a merciless cruelty. To the spirit of pity, death is never a blessing. Okay. I love how aside from her, like, normal splash out, all of them cut off, like, before her goat feet show. They're like, mm, get those out of there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make any sense. Just... So it's like, she has, like, regular legs, and then, like, it just bends all fucky at the very bottom. So if you didn't know she had goat feet, you'd be like, what the hell have they done? Is that her foot? Why does it look like that? It's like it's like an AI made it, and it doesn't know how to handle the feet. <laughs> Uh, that is funny. Fuck, that's a really that good is, catch. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. None I'm looking at all the splashes. None of them have it. Except, oh, I guess the Cel Celestine one does. That's an old one. That's an old one, yeah. yeah. Even the other old ones don't. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, next up, we got Death Sworn. Eager to claim more souls for the underworld, Death sends the souls of fallen warriors as Death Sworn back to the mortal plane where they serve their master's terrible bidding with relish. Relish. Mm -hmm. Happiness. I prefer ketchup on my hot dog. <laughs> we all the same fucking dumbass joke, Rebecca. I'm really sorry. Uh, this was Reaper Soraka. You can see your goat feet in this one. 
With his silver tongue, Twisted Fate tricked the lords of the living to offer their beloved star child to death in exchange for their own immortality. Little did they know, eternal life without their avatar of compassion and mercy would result only in eternal suffering. Ooh, fucking hardcore. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact about this one, despite Twisted Fate being referenced here in this story, and him having an underworld skin... Uh, it's not actually part of this AU. <laughs> he has no wild. skins in this AU. <laughs> oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we got a Snowdown Showdown. Within the magical winterlands, the Poro King reigns supreme, spreading joy and merriment to all of his court. Even as others work to usurp the king, all share a common love for Winter's Wonders. This is Winter Wonder, Saraka. A kindly duchess within the court of the Poro King... Soraka's lands are filled with beautiful animals made of pristine enchanted ice. These menageries stretch, stretch for miles, tended by her retainers. This one has a little bit of a cinematic to go along with it. Hmm. This one's The Day Before Snowdown, which is uh, the cute poem about the Poro King sending Nico to recruit warriors to defeat the Ice King Twitch. Um, so she recruits people, including Soraka, uh, at the end. They fight, but they end up becoming friends. And then the Poro King comes out and says that that was his plan all along. And then Soraka was like, well, then why did you let us fight then? And the Poro King was like, oh, I'm getting tired. I should probably call it a night now. And then Soraka was like, also, what is KDA Akali doing here? And then the camera pans out, and you see KDA Akali just fucking bopping out in the corner. What? And he's like, uh, I really must be going, and disappears. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that was fun. Just wanted to watch some jello fight. <laughs> <laughs> what a pervert. <laughs> All right, Johnny, save the best for last. Uh, actually, real quick first, oh. uh, KDA. Seraphine has a poster of Star Guardian Soraka on her wall. Which brings us to... <laughs> Star Guardian Season 2. <clears throat> Veteran Star Guardians Ari and Misfortune suddenly reappear in Valoran City, having rebuilt their team after an unknown event destroyed their previous squad. Seeking to defy the destiny of every Star Guardian who takes up their oath, they join the fight alongside Lux and company as Void Beasts descend upon the city. This one, Star Guardian Soraka. A gentle soul with a mysterious origin among the stars, Soraka protects the team on their perilous missions from behind the front lines. Despite her fragile appearance, the second year carries immense healing power, unparalleled by any Guardian the team has encountered. Her unprecedented command of the starlight and willingness to put everyone else's needs ahead of hers has earned the team's trust and respect. The ever-humble warrior, Soraka, um, only shyly accepts her responsibility. Like Lulu, she has a special connection to the stars, though she and her team do not fully understand it yet. And her magical medium is named uh, Shisa. Grumpy and overprotective, Shisa guards Soraka from anything that could threaten her safety, including her own naivete. The tenacious creature is often frustrated by Soraka's trusting nature, and will throw itself into a fit or sulk for a good while afterwards, although red bean ice cream has been known to cut its tantrum time down by half. Uh, And there's 
short cinematic for this, A New Horizon, which is mostly just an Ari transformation cinematic. But Soraka does show up in the final freeze frame, where Ari's got her whole team there. And we see her in the beginning flying away with just a random, you know, Banana. beam of color. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Banana. Uh, and then there's a bunch of short stories. So Starfall is the one where, um, what's her name? Lux brings her team onto that team building retreat. And then they meet Ari's team, who's just way fucking better than them in just like every way. And Soraka's on that team. Uh, during the final fight, Soraka does some healing and works with Janna to contain a horde of small monsters from coming up through a chasm. But that's that's pretty much her part in the story. She is referred to as the quiet one and as such does mm. not have a lot of dialogue. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. This <laughs> will be the case for most of the stories. <laughs> uh, so Slumber Party Summoner, it's probably where she talks the most. Uh, Soraka shows up to Lux's party with pastries from Pantheon's Bakery. Uh, I love this little detail. As she's walking into the house, she passes her the box of pastries and then whispers in her ear, Cinnamon rolls. Is she like that character in Pitch Perfect? I literally said that that whole scene had big Pitch Perfect vibes. (laughs) There's this one character who everything she says, just like, but like she's saying the weirdest fucking shit the whole time. (laughs) It's the only one I remember. It was like, I ate my twin in the womb. (laughs) Great fucking movie. Uh, So, as the party is awkwardly progressing, Soraka asks where Jinx is. And then when they move on to Truth or Dare, Janna asks Soraka, what do you remember? Um, And, you know, it seems like she was going to continue the question, but Soraka cuts her her off and launches into a big description of what happened earlier that day. And Poppy's like, no, 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 no. These are supposed to be true or false questions, Jana. Try again. So um, Jana was like, all right, well, uh, do you remember a time before the first light was whole? And she says, yes. And This is exactly what the slumber parties were like that I had as a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in truth or dare, you don't have to ask just yes, like true or false, yes or no questions, right? You could ask someone to like... Right. Hey, this is Star Guardian, Truth okay. or Dare. Fuck me, sorry. Poppy, Poppy laid the rules out at the beginning, and she's a real rule stickler in this story. Okay. She, which, for the record, Lux wants to learn all, like, a lot more about, like, shit. You remember the the first star, like the the, yeah. the way we get all these pet, like you mm-hmm. remember, and uh, Poppy's like, no, 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 just one question. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> And Lux is like, I have to remember to follow up with her about that later. Spoiler alert, never happens. No one ever follows up with her about that later. We never find it out must anything. Be she's the quiet one. Yeah, yeah. she's the quiet one. Uh, so they move on. Soraka asks Ezreal truth or dare. He says dare. So she dares him to do that portal trick he does with his familiar Yuto. Uh, so he does, but accidentally brings back an interdimensional hitchhiking demon back with him which they promptly work together to destroy. And, uh, you know, after a little chaos, they uh, they become friends. And this is where Pajama Guardian Soraka skin is from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other girls and Ezreal seemed excited for the pillow fights and staying up all night talking. Soraka was most excited for the cinnamon rolls she brought from Pantheon's pastries. But nothing makes her happier than seeing her friends smiling and laughing. 
I'm loving this image of like she buys like a dozen and she's like scarfing them like on the way there. It's like I brought five cinnamon rolls, everybody. She takes one out of the box on her way in the door. (laughs) Four, four cinnamon rolls. Kill for a cinnamon roll. Yeah, we gotta stop talking about it. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things in the world. Are cinnamon rolls? Don't worry. Well, I'll move on to the next story: the Twilight Star, which Soraka could not be in. Because she was working at Pantheon's Bakeries making cinnamon rolls. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> uh, and then in the Twin Stars story, uh, Soraka and Janner are at a mall at the front of the food. It's like, at a Cinnabon. At a Cinnabon. <laughs> at a, at a cinnabon. <laughs> uh, this is a story where, like, both their crews are kind of hanging at a mall and then Zion, Rakan, and Zoe come in and just fucking wreck the place and that's when that big attack happens. So before that, Soraka and Janner are at the front of a food court line trying to out-polite each other basically with like, after yous. No, 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 after you, after you. And while they're doing this, a massive line has <laughs> built up behind them. Are they being like dicks about it or are they like very genuinely like... Oh no, very genuine, you know. there's Okay, okay. <laughs> um... But then, you know, they, they, the mall gets attacked. And so Janna and Soraka are the ones ushering people to the exits. And Soraka is essentially creating, you know how in a movie theater they've got like those lit up aisles that show mm. you where the exits are? She's essentially creating those out of stars to show people <laughs> where the exits are. We're very stupid. We- <laughs> <laughs> when we panic, we're not good at directions. I'll follow some lights, though. <laughs> uh during all the fighting later, Soraka and Janna show up to save misfortune from evil Zaya. Although, if we're being honest, it was mostly Janna and Soraka was just kind of there. Uh, then in the aftermath... She was full of cinnamon rolls. She was <laughs> full to bursting. <laughs> Please don't say full to bursting. I don't know why. She's ready to cinnaburst. <laughs> That's their collab with Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you put it out of the world and it's going to happen. My squad's going to be on it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, then in the aftermath, there are basically remnants of Zoe's dark bubbles everywhere because they, you know, they don't disappear. They just have dark, uh, like, you know, dark hole shit everywhere and no one knows how to get rid of them. And Jan- or Soraka's like, no, I, I, I can take care of this. I know how to, I know how to do this. Um, but mostly she's just kind of hanging out. She's out and about. Did she get rid of the around. black holes? Um, probably. Oh, we don't see that. Okay. <laughs> no, because that would be following Soraka action. Yeah. And that's not what we're here for. It just, like, cuts to her alone, like, on her hands and knees, like, scrubbing black holes out. <laughs> fucking right. hate this shit. <laughs> I'm the only one who knows that club soda is the only thing to get. <laughs> you gotta blot. You gotta blot that shit. <laughs> Uh, and this is where prestige star guardian Soraka uh, comes in. So, leaving the planet behind with Zaya and the other star guardians, Soraka's full powers have been unlocked by her undying love for her friends Aww. in the hopes that one day they will find their companion lost in the final battle with the Twilight Star and be a family once again. Um, this was kind of, uh, yeah, this was if if Rakan fully sacrificed himself to fa- to save Zaya. Yeah. Mm. But that's Star Guardian, y'all. Good job. 
she's kind of it's kind of almost kind of a shame she's kind of shuffled off to the corner a lot of it seems she like she really yeah. is like of all the of all the star guardian i feel like it, literally all of them have cooler moments than she does yeah or like like some things it seems like maybe in the later ones they did it i don't know just like from what you've told me throughout the seasons like maybe the later ones each one has a little more of like a defined like at least a really strong quirk and sort of thing that they do i don't know if that makes yeah. sense that's what it feels like i don't know that that's the case but hmm. yeah that's uh i got i got a few fun facts not too many not sure. too few just the right amount. Hmm. Little Goldilocks zone on the fun facts. <laughs> uh, original Soraka and Legends of Runeterra Soraka are voiced by Lisa Lindsley. And Soraka's ability icons have been changed twice already. The first time for her visual update and the second time for her gameplay update. Hmm. Uh, Soraka is one of the early champions who did not have a champion theme. So Elementalist Lux's theme was used for her reveal in Legends of Runeterra. Oh. Oh, cool. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and some old lore fun facts. Original Soraka. Oh, we mentioned that one already. Um, Soraka revived a nearly deceased Aurelia during the Noxian invasion of Ionia and did so by binding her life force to her Heaten blades. Oh. Really? Uh, yeah. The fuck does that Which happen? I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like we vaguely... We we like really skipped over it during the Aureli episode, I think, but it sounded very vaguely familiar. It may have okay. just ended up as a fun fact. Maybe it didn't sound familiar. Doesn't sound familiar to me at all. But uh, and then due to Karthus being a being that embodies death, and Soraka being a celestial deity of life, they are both rivals, as reflected in both their ultimate abilities. Hmm. You know, one damaging everyone and one healing everyone. Uh, and finally, her jacket used to change color between pink or yellow depending on which team she was on. Oh, really? I mean, jacket like just her like her base skin? Yeah, just the uh, the the olden days. We have uh, a bomber jacket she wears, you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> jacket like did she? Yeah, oh yeah, is it? More, it's more like a, I guess it. I, I always thought it was more like a cape. I don't know. I'm trying to remember what she looks like in game. Or you mean like her tabard? Bad. That, like probably the. I don't know. This is old it's Soraka happened. anyway, so who the fuck knows? I know, yeah. <laughs> who fucking cares? <laughs> we'll, well, I mean, when we watched that, uh, when we watched the old video of the show match, I guess we'll oh, see. Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Soraka's dance references a commercial for Chiquita Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the ultra rapid fire game mode, which we're seeing a lot of recently yeah. uh soraka was deemed overpowered obnoxious and was ultimately disabled in non-custom <laughs> games however she was re-enabled in future earth and a oh months. good they brought her back yeah i feel like the last three or four have all had that fun fact right it's weird yeah. she's got them all in a row uh her ability wish could be a reference to the uh mage spell wish in dungeons and dragons as one of the functions of that spell is healing your entire party. Hmm. Oh, I was thinking like the. Uh, I was I was thinking of a different wish, like the big level nine one, where it's like you can actually just get a wish. You actually have a wish. It is yeah. that one, but that's one of the. Uh, if you look at like the, because they have like a few pre-made, like oh, how can I use this? Oh, spell? like example, one of like, those things is like, you can heal. Uh, 
you know, all creatures within a certain radius up to full health remove all of their things like a greater restoration spell too and then you know okay obviously if you've got a wish you want to do something way cooler but i in a pinch i guess i'm sure (laughs) yeah if you're gonna tko i mean right yeah your tpk tpk TK. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um and then soraka is one of only four champions who uses health as a resource for their abilities the other three being Mundo, Vlad, and Zach. Yeah. yeah. Those were great fun facts, honey. Thanks. And just the right amount. Um, Not enough cinnamon rolls, though. Um, fun yeah. fact, cinnamon rolls. Fucking delicious! <laughs> Guess where I'm going tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere to get cinnamon rolls. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I see a Cinnabon run? Like, you know. <laughs> I don't even know where there would be a Cinnabon around us. God, there's probably one. There's, there's some mall, mall somewhere. There's like yeah. I'm not going to Providence. Absolutely not. I'll go to the grocery store. <laughs> Actually, I'll probably lose a, the passion for this by tomorrow morning while I'm wrestling our one-year-old. That's fair. <laughs> or almost one-year-old. I'll say almost. Say. Almost. So close. I know, like 10 days. So that was Soraka. That was Soraka. Any final thoughts? I kind of said yeah. it about the short story. Uh, sorry, but the, the, I I really do wish that it had been longer because it felt like that was sort yeah. of like it w- that was a start, and then we'd have a whole sequence of them like actually conversing. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a good vehicle to understand the celestial shit more is through Soraka. Yeah, yeah. I I would have if her bio was stronger and she had another short story. I would have been fine if it cut off there because you know I could kind of kind of see that being a, a fun place to, to cut off but lacking those two things yeah just put that in this story yeah yeah so. all right well thank you so much for listening uh we have some some merch and i said the link wrong <laughs> apparently so in the uh the last episode even as well even though we tried so hard to figure it out <laughs> we were staring at the uh, hyperlink i know i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm gonna put it in right now <laughs> properly i fi- i edit it in the sona one as well so the link should be right there um but yeah it's bonfire.com slash store slash league hyphen of hyphen lawrence <laughs> which is very that's a lot it's not as cool to say should we get like a bit <laughs> a bit.ly link or something for mm-hmm. this we'll figure it out yeah anyway we got like shirts and so much i already yeah. talking about yeah if you're there. on youtube There'll be a link to it, not just in the description, but also in the cards on the video itself. So if you're watching this on YouTube right now, click the upper right-hand corner. I'll try to remember to put it in. I probably have forgotten. I'm really sorry about that. I don't remember which side I ended up on in the video. People are just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, click it. Just just start clicking randomly. Eventually, it will take you there. (laughs) There's a big spider on the ceiling. Not a fan of that. We have a Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) We have a Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Lorehands, John Streams, ARAMs, and um, TFT with viewers on Saturdays in the evening. And then I try to do Mondays or Tuesdays. I did Tuesday last week. Um, We play Summoner's Rift. I'm not hitting my eyes off that spider. I don't like spiders. (laughs) Play Summoner's Summoner's Rift with buds and ARAMs with with buds. Um, We have a YouTube, like we talked about, and a Discord. 
There's a link in the description. Rebecca's like out of the room. And, she was like patching and, us. And we have a Patreon. I didn't get to that yet. Oh, okay. John, you I was you just... looked like you were stopping talking. You're like, like I've done my bit. If I, I keep talking in that fucking space. <laughs> quiet for now. It's and we have a Patreon. Uh, thank uh, you to our patrons. But a very special thank you to our Madarda tier patrons. Big Man Gnomes, King of Hearts, Shupa Moustache, Trideka, and... If anyone has any adult diapers, please send them my way. I'm fresh out. Uh, you guys are all great. and if Equally you, great. If you came to me for a prediction or a, 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 a what's it called, um, prophecy, prophecy, I would be very clear and give you clear answers. And I'd give you a special good one, even though us seers aren't supposed to do that. And Ooh. a cinnamon roll. And yeah, a cinnamon roll. Yeah. And a banana. Here's <laughs> a well balanced breakfast. <laughs> Half a grapefruit, <laughs> glass of milk, and a glass of orange juice. Yeah. Well balanced. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff here. Uh, please be sure to join us next week, y'all. It's time. I'm so excited. We're going to talk about the Noxian Grand General, Swain. And we'll be joined. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A very special guest. Shupa Moustache. Shupa. Oh, we, we've episode. heard his name a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The legend. The myth. The, le- <laughs> the mustache. <laughs> <laughs>